0: you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. All right. Well, welcome everybody to another episode of the Excellence Mindset podcast. I'm pumped today because this is the first redo that I'm claiming to have to do, <laughs> uh, He's already laughing. Uh, On the other end of the line, and I will uh, more formally introduce him in a second, is a gentleman that was so gracious uh, in so many ways. Uh, First off, because uh, we have had nothing but a virtual connection uh, via LinkedIn. Um, But uh, beyond that, we actually tried to do this podcast once before, and we had a lot of technical difficulties on my end, and uh, he was gracious enough to come back. So thank you so much, Fabio marama did i get that right you got it boom we're off to a better start already
1: (laughs) thanks ryan i appreciate you i appreciate you having me on it was uh yeah we endured those technical difficulties but it's uh man it's good to it's good to chat again and it's good to uh hopefully we can have a really good conversation here
0: yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm pumped for a lot of reasons. You know, I mean, obviously, um, as we have built a relationship together, or you know, started to build a relationship, uh, we uh, have found some commonality, which I'm really excited uh, to talk about and dig into at some point. Uh, but what's been really cool is as I followed you online and just seeing the depth, kind of, of who you are, and I know that you're still really young, um, and, uh, and and yet you've done so much. I know you're. Out and you're doing a lot of speaking, which has been super cool. You also have a full time gig with First Ontario Credit Union, and no, for you United States folks, that is not Ontario, California. That's Ontario, Canada. Uh, and uh, so I know you are deeply involved in the leadership there with uh, marketing and building relationships and partnerships with the community. Uh, you were recognized, uh, not too uh, many. Uh, moons ago uh, as being a top 40 under 40 award winner so you just have so much going for you and so I'm really excited to dig into a little bit of that so thank you thank you thank you for participating
1: appreciate it Ryan yeah I know it's uh it's been good it's been a great journey I've, I had to have a lot on the go as you said it's you know I got the partnership side the marketing side you know I've got the 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 fatherhood side and, you know, even like the, uh, the stuff that I'm doing on LinkedIn and, you know, the, uh, building a personal brand as well as the, um, sort of the marketing work I'm doing outside of first Ontario. So a lot of things to be excited about. Um, and I think we can, pre- we can bring a lot of value in some of this conversation we're going to have.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. So, so let me, let me like kind of run right at that. So, uh, there are uh, a bunch of things like somebody connects with you on LinkedIn, They'll see that uh, uh, you have uh, many different uh, avenues that you are running down uh, professionally. Obviously, you said personally. And so if somebody was to meet you on the street and say, hey, Fabio, what do you do? Like what 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 what's kind of that one hit wonder uh, that you're able to communicate to them?
1: That's a great question. I think that uh, for me, it's it depends what avenue, right? If you're walking down the street, it's a good chance that it's probably a local person. And so, you know, locally, um, yeah, I would say I'm a, I'm a partnership, uh, manager of partnerships uh, for First Ontario Credit Union, which is one of the largest credit unions in Canada um, and the second largest in Ontario. And essentially what we do is we look at driving – you know, new membership and and uh, new member ac- new member acquisition, and new business through, um, you know, strategic marketing and um, through community partnerships. So we look at you know who's in the community that we can partner with. You know, whether there's local sports team or you know even a national sports team and uh, or different venues, you know, or, or different just community, community businesses or who can we partner with and we can, you know, have a good, two, it's a good two-way street, good partnership that we can essentially help each other uh, grow and develop and drive new business for each other. So, but through a lot of different marketing avenues. So that's essentially what I do for the credit union. Been doing that for the last two years, been with the credit union for seven. Um, it's been fantastic. The leadership's great there. The people are great. You know, it's great when you work for an organization that truly cares for their people. And then, um, you know, if someone would ask me online, you know, hey, what do you do? I would say, you know, I'm, I'm a LinkedIn strategist. I'm a, I essentially help people build their their LinkedIn presence, um, using a personal brand to help them drive leads and and generate new business and 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 help build their brand um, on a platform like LinkedIn instead of being on you know 28 different platforms that aren't working for you. Maybe trying one that actually is going to work for you.
0: Yeah. So okay. Uh, so. Let's talk about LinkedIn, uh, just because it it seems to be the talk of the town lately, and and for good reason. Um, but why? What was it about LinkedIn that that really pulled you in? Like what what was it that you gravitated towards that that you decided this was gonna this was the place that I was going to put a stake in the ground, and I was really going to try and uh, uh, extract as much value as possible for myself, as as well as contribute a lot of value to. So what what was that for you?
1: It's funny that, you know, I get that question a lot and it's so, it's interesting. Some people are like, I, you know, had this goal and I just went for it. For me, it was kind of, you know, I I loved, I loved social media from afar. Like I, I was always dabbled in it a bit. Like, you know, I didn't go, I didn't do it from, let's say a business perspective or anything. And, you know, having a career, I saw a natural fit for LinkedIn being a sort of a more professional career based platform where I, was, I thought, I have things that I can share, you know, about my career journey. I'd always enjoyed the platform. I've been on there since, you know, 2011. Never really used it other than just a resume platform, like probably most people, um, up until the last couple of years, maybe. And then um, I just thought, you know, I have things that I can share. There's a lot of people on here from the business community, my local, you know, area that I think I can just share some good knowledge. So I just started doing that with a focus of Hey, if it helps me grow in my career, both, you know, either externally or internally, um, you know, I I can just help build some good business connections in the community. That's really how I started. Um, And, you know, the reason I started was because the reason I had that sort of mindset was, you know, I'm going through my feed and I'd been on LinkedIn, you know, again, for those number of years and I'd really never really knew there was much of a feed, you know, and you'd go on there, you see a couple articles shared and, and it was interesting. But for the first time ever, I thought, who are these people that are sharing original content? They're sharing stories. Um, you know, I saw people like you know Swish Goswami and Mikhail Alexis, and I'm like, I don't even know these people, um, but I'm some, somehow connected to them. You know, whether it's a second or third degree connect. And I thought. I can do this. Like I have things that I can share. So I just started doing that and I be- started building relationships with some of the people that are on the platform. And I just started seeing that there was a huge opportunity. Um, and then as I dove into more of the numbers and stuff, I thought, you know, there are, and they just released them just this, you know, a blast couple weeks. I think that, you know, given that it's the year end, um, you know, LinkedIn's got, you know, f- over 500 million, you know, users. Um, you know, 250 million of those of which are active, which is means they essentially are on there, you know, once a month or logging in. And um of those people, three million people create original content. That doesn't even mean it's good, which is actually one <laughs> point, well, it's one point two percent of the of the active users. I thought if one point two percent of the active users are creating the original content. And that does, that just means they're actually creating content. That doesn't mean it's actually good. What if I was able to actually create some good content for people, this community, like what would that do? And so I started doing that and it's amazing to see, you know, I never thought it would turn into, you know, going from 500 connections to, you know, over 17,000 and, you know, my post being viewed over seven million times and getting to meet amazing people around the world, like you know Jay Shetty, and having to get get on a uh, you know a chat with him, and um you know I'm in, I'm in a, I'm on a great podcast next week with you know Dan Dan Locke and just just some really cool amazing individuals I've met only because of this community. Never would have thought it would happen, but it's because I saw opportunity and just decided to go for it and see see where you know with no specific expectation just provide value and just seeing where it went and it's been really really fun to uh to see where it's been going and then i think there's just so much more opportunity to see where it's going to go and encourage others to do the same
0: yeah okay so i want to go back to something you said uh, just a few minutes ago uh you said you were talking about like you know you were you were just going to kind of give it a try and so you're this uh young guy and you just decide one day, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna contribute content. And so, some people, uh, when a, a when a younger person, or it, it, even though not in your case right now, but you know, inexperienced, whatever, when somebody tries to take a whack at something, a lot of people kind of turn and look at them, and they're like, "Who do you think you are?" Right? Like, w- w- why do you think you deserve the right to, or have earned the uh, the 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 credit uh, to? To try and pave a new way. And so what was it for you that that really kind of drove you to say, you know what, I can do this and I can create some valuable content and I can be a positive contributor to a platform that was already taking off like crazy uh, at the time that it was?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it was. I've always been someone that doesn't chase, you know, money and title, um, and I've been like that in my career with my job, and um, and that doesn't matter. I it, regardless of what I do, it's that's always been my mentality of, and it doesn't matter what position you're in. You know, you could be. Uh, I think the world is a lot different. There's so much more information these days too that you know you could be in your first year of your career and know plenty of things that a lot of those people that are experienced, quote, unquote, don't know, just given the amount of information that's out there, the way the world's changed, especially for millennials. And, you know, I think there's definitely a lot of things that you need to experience. But um, I think that there's just a lot, you know, I truly believe that there's people that um, can come into a career and regardless of title can can have a major impact right off the start. And, you know, I was always a big believer in that, you know, there's definitely failures I had, I think, things that I learned. You know, for me, there was a lot of things that I even thought I knew that I um, was was wrong about. And, um, you know, and I think that was just humility in me to that came with age and maturity. But um, I had always, always had that. And I thought I can create if I just started something, I can I can either figure it out or I, I just know I have the the skill set or the knowledge that I can provide some sort of value. If, if there's even one person, like if I do a video or a post, if there's even one person that that takes away something positive from a message. Like that's impact. It's not necessarily millions of people. So, um, you know, for me, it was, I just thought I'm going to take a stab at it. You know, there's definitely, um, it's a blue ocean. Um, and I, you know, I was been in marketing long enough to know that, you know, the difference between a red ocean and a blue ocean. And, um, I knew that a blue ocean meant that you had more opportunity to stand out. So that's why I decided to create you know, go all in and create good content and, um, and share, share my, my learnings and a message that I believed could help people. Um, whether it's my career journey or just things about marketing, you know, different strategies that I've tried that have, that have worked. And, um, yeah, it's just been amazing to see. And I, I, I I believe that I just took that same mentality from my career of, I can, I can do something if I just started it. If I fail, great. It's not necessarily, it's a failure. It's a test, right? If you fail at something, you're just testing it. And it's like, uh, I just took that same mentality to a platform like linkedin and 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 it's been cool to see the learnings that have come out of it and what have you and realizing that you don't necessarily have to be the most you know the best looking you don't necessarily have to be the most skilled or the most knowledgeable, but the stories that you have in your career people there's things that people can relate to that um, you can connect with and that they can take away something valuable from it
0: yeah, yeah I mean uh, gosh if you know if more people would just hear. Uh, that loud and clear to just start, right? I mean, I I am, you know, nowhere near where you are at in terms of reach, but it's interesting to me because I get people that will reach out to me via LinkedIn and they're like, you know, you know, I, I see the content you're producing, you know, like the videos that you're creating and like, how do you do that? And it, it, it's, it's wild because, you know, I'll give them the answer, which is just do it <laughs> and it it seems just so daunting for people to step in and and it's such a shame because there are so many opportunities out there and um uh, you know, you, when you said, um, you know, it doesn't, you know, you don't have to be the best looking or the smartest or whatever, you know, like along, along those lines, like, you know, I wish people would believe that more. Right. I mean, there's such a fear of failure, um, publicly that it's holding all of these people back from, um, from being successful.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're bang on there and, and, uh, you know, not for a second did I have even, you know, um, Am I saying that I didn't have any of those, you know, those fears, Um, because I think the natural, you know, human tendency is to think, what will people think, you know, even though we're like, you know what, I don't care what people think, I'm just going to do it deep down, you know, we want likes and comments and engagement, we want to see how people will respond, will they respond, and that all comes from what will people think. What will people think of my content? What will people think that don't respond? Just watch a video and I'll see them, you know, at work the next week. What are those people going to think? What are the people that are going to think that are, you know, in my close circle of friends who, um, you know, never thought that I would be doing something like this or my family? Like these are all questions I even had in my head. Um, and I just, yeah, I, you know it was a thing also that, you know, I would go to work. I would start creating videos and I would go to work. Um, and, you know, for many people that have followed me, you know, people know that they can follow my, my content through the hashtag stay fab. Um, yeah. I got, I got little jokes, you know, and jabs from people that were like, um, Hey, stay fab, you know? And, you know, I, I, they would laugh, but in a, in a good light way, but they'd also say, you know, I, I genuinely think it's, it's good content. Keep doing what you're doing. But at the same time, you know, there'd be people, you don't know what they think. They don't say anything or, and I'm like, you know what? The main message is there's obviously people that are getting good value from my content, from my message. I'm like, I just want to keep serving and supporting them in that way. I'm having fun. I'm sure they are. And they're learning, if they're learning something great. Um, and then there's going to be people that there's obviously just going to be people that don't agree with my message or don't like what I'm doing. Um, and, you know, sometimes I, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm of the, of the belief that, there are some people out there that are just genuinely, you know, jealous and because they don't, like you said, they have that fear of starting and they don't know why. And they might have that message in their head of, you know, I'm insecure because you're doing something that maybe I want to start doing. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just too afraid to do it. Um, so I'm you know, going to ridicule you, or I'm going to, um, you know, say something negative about your, about what you're doing. And it just happens. There's just people out there that do that. And, um, you know, the best thing that we can do is just love them and, um, and just try and help them if we can and, um, and try and stay positive. And that's exa- exactly what I try and do regardless of who watches my content.
0: Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and, and, and uh, I mean, you said it, we all know, right there, there are haters. There are just hurtful people, uh, people that are a very negative and destructive, But what's been really um, just such a blessing to me is, is there are actually a lot more people out there that want to encourage you, right? Like they want to support you. They want to, they want to provide help to you. They want to, even some of the, the, the larger uh, influencers that are out there. So, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to share a stage, um, or a venue and an event uh, with uh, Michaela Alexis and Natalia Vyhovsky and uh, Brittany Crystal and, uh, and and the list goes on. I mean, there was just so, Alan Gannett. There were so many people there. And uh, and Manu and every single person, every one of them, uh, which was kind of silly for me to even say this now, but like it was so normal. And even after that event, like reaching back out to them, asking them for help online, for feedback, for support, for whatever, like they were super encouraging and supportive. And yet all I had to do was ask. And so I think that like we need to change our own mindset about like what's really out there, right? Like there is a lot of encouragement to be had.
1: You're so right there, Ryan. Like you're you're just bang on. It's there are so many people that are willing to help and you said something so so good there it's that sometimes all you gotta do is ask right like we we have this like this notion that if i ask you know i'm gonna i might get a no and it's how embarrassing is that going to be and you know who cares like it's it's just ask sometimes it is amazing how many people are willing to lend a hand and um and just do it for the community too right um and i think you're 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 totally right. the 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 LinkedIn platform though is quite unique. Um, You can look you take a cross section of all these different types of you know platforms like Twitter and Instagram, and there are a lot of trolls on there. And for whatever reason, maybe it's the community being still so you know the content creator community who are there every day are you know uh, still pretty being still pretty small. The fact that these are all people that do really genuinely want to help each other and lift each other up. And I use the quote often is you know, be the tide that rises all ships, right? Like when, when you can help somebody, um, everybody wins. You win, you know, that other person wins and the community wins and you build genuine relationships. Like how much better is it to, instead of go out alone, you could have a support system of, you know, 50, 60, 80, 100 people on LinkedIn that are like, I support you in your content. And these are people that are also creating content and, you know, uh, building a community for themselves. Like what will that look like in five years and who are those people what are those relationships going to look like with you so i think that's the most important part is be genuine help others you know um and and, and i think it'll go it, it'll pay dividends for you in so many different ways
0: yep no absolutely i just i i can't agree enough and i i i, I just want you know to continue to preach that message to as many people as possible so, you you're this driven individual. You're you're working your butt off uh, in an office, out in the marketplace, um, I- at home, and and yet I ask people this all the time: like that had to start somewhere, right? Like there had to be a, a, an upbringing or a moment in life or some trigger point that that caused you to become. Uh, this type of person. Uh, and maybe we can unpack that type of person a little bit, too. But so where, where does that come from? Like, where does all that drive and desire to to do good things and the right thing and, and to be good at what you do?
1: Yeah, the uh, it's funny. Um, I've, I've got this a couple of times. I think even when we had had our first recording, I had started to touch on this. But I, I think it might have started, and this isn't I'm exactly sure, but I, I believe it is probably a good way, a, a good reason it probably started was, you know, a lot of times when you when you grow up, you build habits. And, you know, sometimes those habits are not necessarily the best. And sometimes they are pushed in a direction where they're positive for your, your growth and development as a child. And for me growing up, it was probably the work ethic that my dad instilled in, in each of us. You know, I, I grew up with two other brothers um you know and a, a bigger family I also two sisters but like my two brothers were we were competitive we played soccer together you know competitively um and you know even growing uh, growing up for years um you know i started work when i was i think i was like 11 years old or 10 years old um you know i wasn't technically supposed to be at work but my dad uh had a construction company. So he built houses and he would bring us boys to at least cut all the lawns in the subdivisions of all the houses that he's built. So the builder would put sod and we would have to cut them all. Um so that was all in the throughout our summers while we we're taking time off work and, you know, he we got paid for it and, you know, then just growing up, you know, every summer we would you know, off school. We would we would start. He would he would be very hard on us. Like you guys are working, and, and we would do it, and and he would really instill that work ethic of like take initiative. And and you know when when we're he didn't he didn't treat us let's say like fourteen and fifteen year olds like oh they're still young like he's like they are capable. I'm going to teach them the right way to work hard to you know take initiative and go start something. You know when you finish a job, do the next one. And so I, I think those just like instilled that work ethic within all of us and. For me, especially, I, I took that into the rest of my life, into my my schoolwork and you know my career and um you know even in even while in school though you know in high school and stuff my um I wasn't necessarily the smartest you know I was never like a ninety eight percent student or something I was you know I was an eighty student um but I was never the smartest in the class and um you know then I went to college and one of the things that I never forgot was I took that had this work ethic okay great. Um, but I went to my, the first week I went to the chair of the business school. I took, I went to the business school and I thought, um, I really want to have an impact here. Like, what can I do? And so I went to, to James, his, he was the chair of the business school, and I asked him, like, what can I do to have the biggest impact? And he said, don't be a PCP student, which stood for parking lot, classroom, parking lot. He's like, if you're just going to come here, you're going to park your car, you're going to go to class, and you're just going to go right back to your car, you're going to go home, you're not going to get the full value out of this college experience. And you're just going sim- to simply get theory. Like you need to, you need to put some more work in. So I did exactly that. And I started joining these clubs. I joined these, um, this business group called Enactus, which is essentially, you know, entrepreneurial minded students creating projects within the community. We built some amazing program. This is like, while wow, I mean, like studying in business like school and college, we, we built you know financial literacy programs in the community we taught kids in elementary schools how to start a business you know we started doing these amazing programs having impact we helped business owners restaurants um, how to scale and grow their own business how to how to make you know have better processes and you know better marketing and 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 here we are as like 17 18 year olds doing this um, and then we got to be part of you know, competing teams and take these projects and present them on the national level to judges. You know, against coast to coast, against every you know college university in Canada, we would all meet up and we would compete. And you know, we won we won some great awards. We got first in Ontario, sorry, second in Ontario back to back years for our entrepreneurship uh, division and our projects, and then top ten in Canada with one of the smallest budgets in the entire country. Um, so it was really really cool to have that impact and that very program had me going into my career with so much confidence, feeling that this is the stuff that I did when I was in school. Like, what if I took the same mindset of, you know, working hard, trying things, you know, and working collaboratively with other people right into my career. And it just, everything else just fell into place.
0: Wow. Yeah. That, I mean, that's awesome. And I think that that is, um, I don't want to, uh, teacher or school bash. But, you know, that that's just such a shame with so much of what school is today is it's 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 not that right. It's come in um, you know, you have specific subjects that you have to uh, you have to take and you have to get these grades and you have to pass the class and you have to move on to the next class. And all along the way, we're missing out on all these opportunities to To create the experience to 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 form and mold people and and give them opportunities to learn what it's like to 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 be in the world, right? Like it's not just about getting an education, um, uh, you know, with book smarts or whatever.
1: Yeah, you're, you're 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 exactly right there, and I think that's where sometimes it can take a specific individual who has maybe a little bit of a different mindset. And that was the chair of the business school. It was also a couple of professors that I had who were just so different um, that had businesses themselves, but were also teaching. They understood it and they would, you know, encourage, you know, encourage each and every single one of us. Um, But, you know, James or we call him Jim, he was one specific individual that really believed in that program. He said, you know, half the battle is learning the theory, stuff you're learning in classes. The other half is if you can take that and apply it to projects in the community for the next couple of years, like you're going to graduate and you're going to have that much more hands-on experience than every other person that is graduating at the same time with you. So, and then I took that into my career, right? Like being able to go into um, a a career um, and start owning your position instead of waiting for things to come at you and happen, you know, I, I essentially got the position that I have now. Through a business case, like I said, there's a need in the community. We're not utilizing our partnerships very well, um, and I know there's opportunity here. We're we're just so busy. Why don't we make it into an actual full time position? Here's the opportunities that I see. I put a, you know a slide deck together, presented to my my you know le- the leaders of the of you know our, our executive team, and um and they were like, this is fantastic, absolutely. And then a few weeks later, I was I was you know in that position. So um I think that's where. You don't necessarily have to wait. Like if you see, treat your treat your job even as if you're an entrepreneur. Like, oh no, what's the best opportunity that you can help grow that business, right? Because the people are, everyone that's in a leadership position is thinking the same thing. They're waiting for people to, to take action on those things. Otherwise they're going to have to do it themselves. So why don't you take that same mentality and think how can I make this business better outside of, even outside of the position that I have right now? What could I do? How could I provide extra value and then you just you just go do it, <laughs> and then it's amazing what can happen, and you know what types of opportunities become available to you.
0: Totally, and you know it's like. Uh titles in business cause such problems because, uh, you know, when I'm working in an organization, sometimes I'll, I'll be consulting and at the same time, maybe doing some individual coaching of some of the people. And, you know, so uh, everybody aspires to a title they want, like, uh, you know, they want to be the manager of, or the director of, or the, you know, leader of the team. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like, like that, that's okay. And I understand there, there, there are some reasons behind that. And I get that, but, they think that it takes that title in order to lead or in order to behave as if and so i work with them all the time on like become be who you want to become right like be be that person and years and years ago i read a book I read a book by john maxwell called the 360 leader he talks about this so well he talks about the fact that like whether you're the Uh, the the lowest man on the totem pole or the CEO of the company, you have influence and you can lead and you can drive things. And like you said, right, you can you can treat things as if you're taking the helm and, and really making things happen. And it's a shame that people wait for a title in order to take those types of initiative and actions.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's a lot of different things that come Along with that, like, you know, there are some people, depending on the size of the organization, right? Where, you know, I I get it. If you're in an organization like, you know, Apple or Microsoft, you're like, okay, how, what are my chances of, of, of connecting and talking to a, you know, an executive level person, an an idea that I have? You know, I don't have that much influence. But the reality is, you have to think of different ways that you can, um, you can approach having an impact, right? So if you're like, Oh, no one's hearing my, what I, what I'm doing. The best thing is you can build relationships. Number one is take people for coffee. Just, just talk, talk to them, build relationships with people. It's amazing what happens when you do that in the organization. Um, and then the other thing I like to tell people is if you're in a position, um, one of the best things that that'll work is LinkedIn. The reason I say that is because there's a good chance that an executive, for example, at Microsoft is connected with people, likes to connect with people from Microsoft. So what could you do is is just start sending personalized invites to people that are in those positions that you potentially want to aspire to be in or learn from and the people that maybe you can't get in direct contact with. What is it that you can then provide good content on? Like start providing video on things, teach things about specific opportunities for Microsoft or whatever. Now they're going on their feed and they're looking literally at, at ideas from a specific individual through content. And they're like, give this person a ring, you know, we need to talk to this person, this, 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 what is, how is this person doing what they're doing, like, they're getting good engagement on their content, and that's exactly what happened to me in a smaller organization, on a smaller scale, right, like, the and essentially, and I hate bragging, but the, essentially, the entire organization started noticing, and a lot, I got so, you can go look in my data on a lot of my Um, posts and videos it was like smaller smaller and then larger larger every single post was larger and larger the people at first ontario credit union every single person started looking at my content it started growing and growing even silently they didn't engage but they all watched and then i would you know get a message at work or an email or something and you know i you know someone would pull me in and ask me for, for some advice on something literally through content and i thought this is an opportunity that a lot of even if you're in a job in a position, you're not using it, let's say, from a business perspective, that, oh, my goodness, the opportunities that you could have available to you if you were creative and you thought of something different.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I just had this conversation today with somebody else. And I I think it's unbelievable to me, the people that are not taking advantage of LinkedIn specifically. And I didn't on purpose decide to make so much of this conversation about that, but it's just, it's so relevant. So it's like you think of all the ways you're trying to get in front of your ideal audience, whether that's as a sales or marketer uh, trying to get in front of your ideal client, or as you said, you're maybe trying to get in front of a new, a new opportunity for a career, whatever that may be. If you think of any other medium by which you can try to get in front of people, it is so limited in scope, right? Even if I have this huge email list of thousands and thousands and thousands of people, our open rates, our click rates, that stuff is so, so minuscule in relation to the numbers of people that we're trying to reach. You get onto LinkedIn. And over the course of just a few months of consistent content, you can have hundreds, then thousands, then even hundreds of thousands of people that have eyes on who you are and what you're all about. And, and, and you don't even have to do that much about. You don't have to go find them; they find you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it is quite remarkable. And the, and the cool thing is, it's tailored to. So many different people, like whatever position you're in, it could be your job and you're are a professional or you're a business owner, you're a consultant. Like it, everyone has a, an op, equal opportunity. Um, and that's the beauty of about social media In that if done right, you can, um, yeah, you have an untapped opportunity to, to reach so many different people. I just, one of the analogies I like to say is I heard this once was, you know, LinkedIn is the backdoor entrance. You know, when everybody's going through the front door, even for for example, CEOs and executives and even influencers will say, you know, people are emailing them, they're they're messaging them on Twitter and Instagram when they have, you know, two million followers or whatever. Or, you know, for an influencer for say, or like on a CEO, they're so busy, their assistant handles stuff, but there's a good chance that these people are all on LinkedIn. It's very personal. It's kind of like your online, I like to still say like your online resume and a fact that like people hold that still very close to them that, you know, you can go and message that person and you're now squeaking through the back door. Like, Hey, how's it going? (laughs) And it's, that's the, that's, that is exactly how I was able to, to connect with someone from, you know, on the magnitude of Jay Shetty. It was through LinkedIn. You know, this is someone who's got 20 million followers on Facebook, you know, two, three billion video views. Like this person, you know, Jay Shetty is, is a not, is not a, a guy just like, He's got nothing on the go. He's busy. So, being able to use a platform like LinkedIn to to reach this these people really was eye opening for me. And I thought, uh, these if I can reach someone like Jay Shetty, I can reach anybody in the entire world. Um, you know, but game on. <laughs> Essentially, <Yeah. laughs> that's awesome to say that, right? You, I mean,
0: it just it the, the possibilities are endless when you really start to see things that way. Okay, so you you told me earlier that uh, so much of this was was birthed uh, uh, by your dad, really instilling all these things into you, and 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 this mantra of finish what you started. So along the way, has there been anything that you started uh, that you decided to pull the ripcord on, that you uh, quit on, failed on, um, and you kind of look back on it now and wish you would have continued to pursue the course?
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know about continuing to pursue the course, but it was a good learning. Um, and that came from, you know, my time before college I actually was at a university and dropped out. Um, I dropped out because, uh, I, you know, I, I, chose to, and I thought this is this program just isn't for me. Um, and then I spent the next couple of years just sort of working and trying to figure out what is it that I enjoy? Like, what is it that, you know, I'm passionate about and, um, you know, that's when, you know, I was just taking something I wasn't passionate about sort of in the health industry. And, um, and then that's when I turned to business marketing and found, you know, that I, I really loved it and enjoyed it. So, um, but you know, I've had that question before and from, from on different podcasts and what have you. And, you know, my answer is, and I've never really gone through, I've, never, I've, I've been one of those people that I've when someone asked me about a failure story, I have a little, I guess I like could say a little micro failures, but I'm just, I don't have one of those big, you know, fail failures where I was like, you know, I hit rock bottom and then, um, you know, th- it led to this, you know, sort of epiphany. And I then started doing this. And so, you know, and, and one hand I'm like almost envious of it. I'm like, Oh, I wish I had that story. <laughs> and then, but then on the other hand, I was like, it's not a bad thing. I don't have to have that story. You know, I've been blessed with having so many great mentors around me, so many great people to maybe before I made that specific decision. Um, you know, I didn't make it and therefore did not fail to the magnitude that I sh- could have. Um, and I think that's a good thing. So, you know, I, I understand failure. Like, you know, I've gone through different experiences, like playing soccer and playing competitively at a very high level. Um, you know, we we lost championship games. There was times where, you know, you know when people say these days, you know, millennials, everybody gets a medal. Well, I understood failure. I understood loss and realizing that not everybody's a winner. You're gonna lose and you're going to lose hard you're going to work hard so hard for something and then you're going to drop and you're going to you're going to be disappointed and that's okay because it happens um, and it also prepared me to understand that you know whether it's in my career or business or what have you it will continue to happen you know i'm 20 28 years old and between now until i'm you know 60 if i'm 68 years old i'm there's going to be a gap in there or i'm going to experience failure and Um, I understand that maybe it hasn't come yet to the magnitude, but, um, and that's, that's okay. But I understand that, um, you know, it takes, you know, it takes powering through, it takes that perseverance and knowing that it's, the sun does come up the next day, like the sun's going to come up. So, you know, um, just, you know, stay, stay plugging along and keep your head up, learn from those experiences. Um, you know, the next, the next time they happen. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. So, so where do you see yourself going from here? I mean, you're 28. You're uh, you're doing really well. Um, you you're you're on that path uh, that you really desire for yourself. You you're getting yourself out there. So, what what do you see as kind of some next opportunities, or or what, what's the vision for the future?
1: That's a great question. Um, I did a post probably, you know, six months ago or so. And I said in that post, um, I do, the quote I really used was, uh, and it was actually from, from a post. I think I, I saw from Goldie Chan, which I loved. And she's on LinkedIn and I love some of her content. And I remember it really resonated with me and it was, I don't really know where I'm going, but I know that where I'm going is leading somewhere good. Um, and the reason I said that was because, you know, i had this sort of i had this intuition of you know people that are messaging me people that are that the small successes and wins i'm having every single day those little things you can f- sense that you don't necessarily know where they're going to lead but you know that like you're putting one foot in front of the other every single day um and You're experiencing little wins that, you know, are leading to a good place, whether that's speaking opportunities or your business is going to grow or um, you're just taking little steps on. You're meeting great people. Um, You're making good connections. Um, Those are all things, you know, you're building your brand, you're building your community that is happening, you know, right now. What's it going to look like in five years? And, you know, those are all things that I take, you know, with me every single day, thinking that I don't necessarily know what five years is going to be. Some people have goals and they're like, in five years, I will be doing this. Sometimes you don't necessarily know what life's going to throw at you, though. And, you know, shifts, you know, little things happen. But for me, my goal is essentially is continue providing providing impact in as many ways that I possibly can in my career, in my business, you know, teaching people how to use this LinkedIn platform, help, help them build their brand, build a community. Um, and, you know, it's been cool to see so many wins on that side. Do, is it going to go that way? If it does, great. If I continue to see some great successes at First Ontario, awesome, great. You know, speaking opportunities, great. Um, the good thing is, the if you have opportunities coming towards you a plenty, that's a good thing because now you have the opportunity to choose. You're not stressed out thinking, "Oh, what am I going to do next?" You know, next year, or whatever. You have the opportunity to choose and pick, and that's that's the beauty. Is I never had that a year ago. You know, eighteen months ago. And I have more of that now in my life than I ever have. Um, and I attribute it most of that to building a presence on, on a platform like LinkedIn. So, um, that's a good thing. I don't necessarily know where that's going to go, but it, I, like I said, it's leading somewhere good. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. You know, it's, it, it's funny. Um, so as the uh, end of last year was winding down, <clears throat> I was really struggling with, um, uh, goals for 2019. I've always been super intentional and very habitual and disciplined. And, uh, so, you know, I, I set goals and so I, 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 I lay out a few. I actually, I think I actually posted uh, some of it online a bit. And then uh, just as I don't know, I think we were about a week out of the end of the year. And I thought, you know what? I am over it. Like, I don't want to do it this way anymore. And so I threw my goals out. And I decided that I wanted to work on just creating habits that were going to produce the life that I wanted to live every single day. Right, so I'm not trying mm-hmm. to to get to a finish line. Um, even though, again, you know, there are definitely things that I want to achieve uh, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly over the course of my life for myself, for my family, for my business. But it was like. Uh, this idea that I'm going to set some big monster goal and or goals, which, you know, everybody, we're trying to like outdo ourselves every single year. It just, it was not, uh, it it wasn't producing, I guess what I really wanted. And, and then today up on Facebook pops this Facebook memory. And it was from a year ago today. And it listed some of my goals from 2018 that I had set that I shared. And it was hilarious because like I read these and I'm like, Oh, those are all really good goals. Except I only hit two of them. And of the (laughs) two that I hit, Um, I'm like stoked on, but then there was these other four or five or something like that, that, um, you know, three of the five, I made an effort towards the other two. Like I probably shouldn't have set in the first place. And I thought like, man, if I would have just had good habits around those things, I probably would have far exceeded what, what I had written there. So I'm just, I've just totally changed things. And then I'm telling people that and people are freaking out. It's like, what do you mean? You don't have goals. You're a coach. And I'm like, dude, chill out. It'll be okay. Right.
1: Yeah no yeah I think like, like you have those those you know goals in the back of your head but um you know I think that like you, you, the habits have to come anyway like I think people set those goals sometimes and then they don't it's just it's just a arbitrary goal that doesn't have the the steps which is essentially the habits to help you reach that goal so the steps is actually more important because those are the that's the like putting action that's like the putting in the work every single day every single day every single day those are going to lead to good things where it's like the goal without action just doesn't mean anything so um yeah the habits and the goals like that's why people say like we, we talked about the, the start of this podcast it was you know a presence online on linkedin whatever just start right. like you know what i mean like just start you don't have to be like All right. At the end of this year, I have to have ten thousand followers, and I have to have this many people looking at my content. Like here, how about this? Here's a good habit: start and then continue producing good content every single day, and we'll see where it goes. Like that's way better habit and way more manageable, and and is not as daunting to somebody, right? Like saying, "Oh, I have ten thousand followers." First of all, who cares? Second of all, those are the things that like. A cripple people They're like oh like not, I, how am i supposed to do that like i'm not even close to there yet like you know what just start like those are the things like just start making those habits you know if you want to grow your business by 25 what are the things you have to just start today to do that right and that you're not currently doing um and i think that's yeah that's that's those are some of the things that like you know that people sometimes don't necessarily look at is those daily yeah. habits
0: yeah so just start and then finish what you started and i mean everything goes pretty well, right?
1: It does. I find it
0: does. (laughs) Okay. So what does your wife think of all this? I mean, you're running in like a million different directions and you're, you're doing all these things. And so your wife's at home, you got a couple of little kids. It's like, what, what does she say to you on a regular basis?
1: Oh yeah, I know. Sometimes she says I have AD adult ADD, she says. But <laughs> but um she's she's very supportive, right? She's she's super supportive um and you know, she's been I've been doing the same to her, you know. I think that for us it's um and sometimes we don't necessarily you know, stick exactly to it. But we try to do exa- as much as we can to, to spend that time, you know, the quality time. And if it's quality time, it's quality time. Like try and do no, fo- no phones. We, you know, she's done this before where she's put all of our phones in the house on a shelf and be like, okay, we're just, we're not even looking at our phones today. And um, you know, so, for, so for me, it was, it's, there's a few things. Number one, it's um, you know, first of all, it's sacrifice, right? So that she understands there's things that for us, you know, opportunities that we want, the areas we want to go, you know, um, you know, there's some sacrifices that we do need to make, but also like, you know, spending that time, there's people, people can achieve more. Um, you know, you can still have that family time. You can still have, you know, that business that you're growing, that personal brand, you can create content online and have that job and do and have time with your friends. But there's a a lot of things that, you know, people have that we cut out. Um, we don't have TV. We, we have Netflix and that's it. And we watch it once in a while. You know, I don't, I don't, there's people that play video games. Not my thing. I don't even have any system. Like there's people that, that waste so much time. There's people that even play, like that even play, you know, organized sports in there. You're out two days a week at hockey. And, you know, while those things are good, you know, I am choosing right now to like, I, I did that when I was like a teenager and stuff, but right now, like, I don't have the time capacity with two young kids and family. Like my priorities are not in those areas, so um, it's just setting different priorities and um, and and that you know that helps. Give a little of that structure to you know what my wife's doing and what I'm doing, and to give it a little expectation. Yeah, setting. I mean,
0: a- absolutely. It's like you you have to determine you know what your best life looks like, and then and then based on that, again, you're you're going to insert into the into the days the things that are going to help you to produce that. And if you claim to want some lifestyle that is not supported by the things that you're doing, like you want to run a business and you want to be successful, you know whatever whatever that a definition is to you, and yet all you're doing. All day long is sitting online, um, you know, checking social media and you know playing video games on the couch. Like you're probably not going to get there, right? <laughs> yeah, and it sounds silly exactly.
1: to say, right? And that's that's a big one. It is, and I think that's a big one. Do like you said, you know, we consume so much, uh, especially you know scrolling through Facebook and you know, watching viral cat videos, and you know we just things going on. You know, this person had a baby, and that person, and um, you know, while those are good things, you know, like to know what's going on with your friend base, you know, I, I, you know, my wife sometimes says like, Oh, you didn't know this person had a baby or whatever. I'm like, no, um, cool. That like, is it a boy or a girl? Right. But because like, I'm just not, that's not my thing. Like, I'm just not like consumed by consuming other people's lives and content. That's like not necessarily going to help me get to where I want to be and help benefit and provide value to my life. So it's like, sometimes I just don't You know, I try and cut most of of that out. And so if I'm like, if I'm going to consume content, I would rather be on LinkedIn and then respond and comment to somebody where I can provide a good, then we're building a relationship that's going to help provide value to, you know, my network and my, you know, community and my brand that's, you know, that's growing as opposed to just scrolling Facebook or Instagram, looking at things that aren't necessarily going to provide value. for sure.
0: All right. As we're getting ready to wrap up, I got two questions for you. So uh, again, as you kind of like think about the future um, business professional, I mean a personal, whatever, either side of things like, so what, what is your greatest fear as you look forward?
1: Hmm. My greatest fear is probably being too proud um, to, to grow and learn. And I think, that can sometimes creep in being a human being, you know, there's, there's natural tendencies that kind of natural inclinations that can sometimes penetrate the human heart. And for me, one of those things can be pride. And um, I, I have no problem admitting that, that, you know, I can sometimes be prideful for things that are going on in my life. And I'm like, you know, I'm not any better than anybody else. And the moment that I think that I am, um, I need to, I need to, I need some more humility. Like I I need to just, I need to check my heart. So I I think as though being prideful is going to, is going to cripple growing in my career, learning new strategies and opportunities, let's say in the marketing industry or, you know, becoming a better father or a better husband, like it's so crippling. And I think for me is that's a fear where I, you know, I don't want it to, to be at that point. So I have to continually check, you know, where I'm at and, um, so that can be a fear that can be a fear that I always look at is you know I don't want to be in that in that uh in that mindset. Yeah
0: no I mean you and me both I think if there's anything that uh, I have struggled with more than anything my whole life it's definitely that and unfortunately by way of putting yourself into the the spotlight even if it's you know just a microscopic light you know online or you know by being the face of a business man it just wants to creep back in all the time and for me it's like thank god for my wife my wife is the person that will keep me in check as best as she possibly can at all times and she just tells me like it is so yeah I think that's so critical
1: Likewise, like she, my wife's the same. And um sometimes it like, you know, there's things that you're like, I can't believe you just said that. But then it's like you you, you reflect on it and you're like, man, I still needed that. <laughs> <laughs> No, absolutely.
0: Okay, I know I said two things, but I think that's a really good thing to wrap on because uh, I think that end caps a great conversation that we've had. I mean, uh, listening—you know, somebody's going to be out there. Uh, a lot of people that are going to listen to this are not going to know who you are, and so you know, uh, kind of jumping into hearing that you're you're involved in so many things and. Uh, You've been very successful at a young age and recognized for that, and you've worked really, really hard and have been instilled with a lot of values, but still at the end of the day, you know that there are some things inside of you that can be just so detrimental to yourself. And so the fact that you have awareness around that, that you're putting yourself into check by putting people around you to support you, your wife being obviously the, the key to that. I think that's just an awesome kind of wrap on who you are. And I'm super thankful for you. Uh, you have uh, had a great influence on me just in the way that you carry yourself uh, publicly. I get a, a little bit of a, a, a more benefit or a little bit more personal. I know we, we share some uh, deeper connection and and faith. And uh, so being able to share a little bit about that has been beneficial. But I appreciate you for who you are. And I just encourage everybody listening to connect with you because I think that there. Is is just so much to learn and you are just such a good teacher for people that are out there in the uh in the online world today
1: appreciate that ryan i appreciate it a lot um yeah i think you know for me it's uh, anyone that wants to to chat or connect or whatever um i'm just i just want to help right if there's any way i can serve and help someone um you know that's exactly how we how we started right like to see where this relationship came from and you know to see where it is now and to just even chat on this podcast all started from just a simple message. So uh, I appreciate that message. Thank
0: you so much. I super duper appreciate you. And uh, I'll make sure to put all your contact information in the show notes so people can reach out, connect with you, follow you everywhere that you go. And uh, we're, we're, we're all excited to see where that's going to be next. So thanks again, Fabio. I really appreciate your time.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Ryan.
0: All right, guys, so that wraps up another episode of the Excellence Mindset Podcast. As always, uh, I want to tell you how much I appreciate the opportunity to share some time with you. And uh, as I do, uh, I'll make sure to put contact information for Fabio as well as myself in the show notes. If you have any questions, any concerns, anything that you'd like to contribute, please feel free to do so. With that, thanks again. Have a great one.